0: The 24th of June 2021, we are going to read chapter 18 and 19 from Sai Satcharita. In this, we are going to see how Panth was accepted and blessed, stories of Mr. Sathe and Mrs. Deshmukh, encouraging good thoughts to fruition, variety in Upadesh, teachings regarding slander and remuneration for labour. In the last two chapters, Hemant Panth described how a rich gentleman aspiring for quick brahma was treated by Baba and now in these two chapters he describes how Hemant Panth himself was accepted and blessed by Baba how Baba encouraged good thoughts and fruitified them and his teachings regarding self-improvement, slander and remuneration for labour. PRELIMINARY It is a well known fact that Sadhguru looks first to the qualification of his disciples and then gives them suitable instructions without unsettling their minds in the least and leads them on towards the goal of self-realization. In this respect, some say that what the Sadhguru teaches or instructs should not be diverged to others. They think that their instructions become useless if they are published. This view is not correct. The Sadguru is like a monsoon cloud he pours down profusely That is, scatters widely his nectar like teachings. These we should enjoy and assimilate to our heart's content and then serve others with them without any reservation. This rule should apply not only to what he teaches in our waking state but to the visions he gives us in our dreams, to quote an instance, Buddha Kaushik Rishi published. Uh, I'm sorry, let me read that again. Buddha Kaushik Rishi published his celebrated Ram Rakshas which he had seen in his dream. Like a loving mother forcing bitter but beneficial medicines down the throats of her children for the sake of their health, Sai Baba imparted spiritual instructions to his devotees. His method was not veiled or secret, but quite open. The devotees who followed his instructions got their object. Sadgurus like Sai Baba open our eyes of the intellect and show us the divine beauty of the self and fulfill our tender longings of devotion when this is done our desire for sense objects vanishes twin fruits of vivek discrimination and vairagya dispassion or non-attachment come to our hands and knowledge sprouts up even in our sleep. All this we get when we come in contact with saints, Sadhguru, serve them and secure their love. The Lord who fulfills the desires of his devotees comes to our aid, removes our troubles and sufferings and makes us happy. This progress or development is entirely due to the help of the Sadguru who is regarded as the Lord himself. Therefore, we should always be after the Sadguru, hear his stories, follow his feet and serve him. Now, we come to our main story. Mr. Sathe, There was a gentleman named Mr. Sathe who had attained some publicity many years ago during Crawford regime, which was put down by Lord Rie, the governor of Mumbai. He suffered severe losses in trade. Other adverse circumstances gave him much trouble and made him sad and dejected. Being restless, he thought of leaving home and going out to a distant place. Man does not generally think of god but when difficulties and calamities overtake him he turns to him and prays for relief if his demerits have come to an end god arranges his meeting with the saint who gives him proper directions regarding his welfare mr Sate had similar experience. His friends advised him to go to Shirdi, where so many people were flocking to get Sai Baba's darshan, for getting peace of mind and the satisfaction of their wants. He liked the idea and at once came to Shirdi in 1917. Seeing Baba's form, which was like eternal Brahma, self-luminous, peerless, and pure, his mind lost its restlessness and became calm and composed. He thought that it was the accumulation of merits in his former births that brought him to the holy feet of Baba. He was a man of strong will. He at once started to make Aparayan, study of Guru Charita. When the reading was finished in the Sapta, seven days, Baba gave him a vision that night, it was to this effect. Baba with Guru Charita in his hand, was explaining its contents to Mr. Sate who was sitting in front and listening carefully. When he woke up, he remembered the dream and felt very happy. He thought that it was extremely kind of Baba who awakens souls like his that are snoring in ignorance and makes them taste the nectar of Guru Charitra. Next day, he informed Kaka Sahib Dikshit of this vision and requested him to consult Sai Baba regarding its meaning or significance whether one Sapta that is one week's reading was sufficient or whether he should begin again. Kaka Sahib Dikshit when got a suitable opportunity asked Baba Deva what did you suggest to Mr Sate by this vision whether he should stop or continue the Sapta. He is a simple devotee. His desire should be fulfilled. Then Baba replied, He should make one more saptah of the book. If the work he studied carefully, the devotee will become pure and will be benefited. The Lord will be pleased and will rescue him from the bondage of the mundane existence. Let me read that again. If the work he studied carefully, the devotee will become pure and will be benefited. The Lord will be pleased and will rescue him from the bondage of the mundane existence. At this time, Hemadpant was present there. He was shampooing Baba's legs. When he heard Baba's words, he thought in his mind, What? Mr. Satir read for a week and he got a reward and I am reading it for forty years with no result. His seven days stay here becomes fruitful, while my seven years stay from 1910 to 1917 goes for nothing. Like a chatak bird, I am ever waiting for the merciful cloud, Baba, to pour its nectar on me and bless me with his instruction. No sooner did his thought cross his mind. No sooner did this thought cross his mind, Baba knew it then and there. It was the experience of the bhaktas that Baba understood all the thoughts and that he suppressed the evil thoughts and encouraged the good ones. Reading Hemant mind, Baba at once asked him to go up to Shama Madhavrao Deshpande, get from him rupees fifteen as dakshina, sit and chit-chat with him for a while and then return. Mercy dawned in Baba's mind and so he issued this order. And who could disobey Baba's order? Hemad Panth immediately left the masjid and came to Shama's house. He had just bathed and was wearing a dotar. He came out and asked Hemad Panth. How is it that you are here now? It seems that you have come from the masjid. Why do you look restless and dejected? Why are you alone? Please sit and rest while I shall do my worship. And return. In the meanwhile, you please take paan, pita leaves and nuts, etc. Let us then have a pleasant chat. After saying this, he went inside and Hemad Pan sat alone in the veranda. He saw in the window a well-known Marathi book named Nath Bhagavat. This is a commentary by the Saint Ignat on the 11th Kanda chapter of the bigger Sanskrit work the Bhagavat. At the suggestion or recommendation of Sai Baba, Messrs Babu Sahib Chow and Kaka Sahib Dakshit read Bhagavad Gita daily with its Marathi commentary named Bhavarta Tipika or Nyaneshwari, a dialogue between Krishna and his friend devotee Arjun, and Nath Bhagwat, a dialogue between Krishna and his servant devotee Udda and also Ignat's other big work with uh, when devotees came to Baba and asked him certain questions, he sometimes answered them in part and asked them to go and listen to the readings of the above-mentioned verse, which are the main treatises of Bhagavad Dharma. When the devotees went and listened, they got full and satisfactory replies to their questions. Hemadpan also used to read daily some portions of Nath Bhagavat. that day he did not complete the daily portion of his reading but had left it unfinished in order to accompany certain devotees who were going to the masjid when he took up the book from Shama's window and casually opened it he found to his surprise that the unfinished portion opened up he thought that Baba sent him very kindly to Shama's house for enabling him to complete his daily reading. So, he went through the unfinished portion and completed it. As soon as this was over, Shama, after doing his worship, came out and the following conversation took place between them. Hemant I have come with a message from Baba. He has asked me to return with rupees 15 as Dakshina from you. Also, to sit with you for a while and have a pleasant chit-chat and then return to the masjid with you. To this Shama with surprise, I have no money to give. Take my 15 Namaskas, that is prostrations, in view of rupees as Dakshina to Baba. Him and replied, alright, your Namaskas are accepted. Now let us have some chit-chat. Tell me some stories and leelas of Baba, which was, which will destroy our sins. Then Samashyama said, Sit here for a while. Wonderful is the sport. The leela of this god Baba. You know it already. I am a village rustic, while you are an enlightened citizen. You have seen some more leelas since we are coming over here. How should I describe them before you? Well, take these leaves, betel nut and chuna and have the pan beela while I go and dress myself and come out. In a few minutes, Shama came out and sat talking with Himat Pant. He said, the leela of this god, Baba, is inscrutable. There is no end to his leelas. Who can see them? He plays or sports with his leelas. Still, he is beyond, unaffected by them. What do we do? What, what do we rustics know? Why does not Baba himself tell stories? Why does he send learned men like you to fools like me? His ways are inconceivable. I'm only, I can only say that they are not human. With this preface, Shama added, "I now remember a story which I shall relate to you. I know it personally. As a devotee is resolute and determined, so is Baba's immediate response. Sometimes Baba puts the devotees to severe tests and then gives them Upadesh instructions. As soon as Hemad Panth heard the word Upadesh, a flash of lightning crossed through his mind. He at once remembered the story of Mr. Sathe's. Guru Charitra reading and thought that Baba might have sent him to Shama in order to give peace to his restless mind. However, he curbed this feeling and began to listen to Shama's stories. They all showed how kind and affectionate Baba was to his devotees. Hemadpan began to feel joy on hearing all these. Then Shama began to tell the following story. Mrs Radha Deshmukh There was an old woman by the name Radha Bhai. She was the mother of one Kashabadeshmukh. Hearing Baba's fame, she came to Shirade with the people of Sangamnar. She took Baba's darshan and was much satisfied. She loved Baba intimately and resolved in her mind that she should accept Baba as a Guru and take some upadesh from him. She determined to fast herself unto death so long as Baba did not accept her and give her any Upadesh or Mantra. She stayed in a lodging and stopped taking any food or water for three days. I was frightened by this audio of the old woman and interceded with Baba on her behalf. I said, Deva, what is this you have started? You dragged so many persons here. You know that the old lady. You know that the old lady, she is very obstinate and depends on you. She has resolved to fast unto death. If you don't accept and instruct her, if anything worse happens, people will blame you and say that Baba did not instruct her and as a consequence, she met her death. So, take some mercy on her, bless her and instruct her. Seeing her determination, Baba sent for her and made her change her mind by addressing as follows. "O mother, why do you have to subject yourself to unnecessary tortures? You are my mother and I am your child. Take pity on me and hear me through. I tell you my own story, which if you listen carefully will do you good. I had a guru. He was a great saint and most merciful. I served him long, very long. Still, he would not blow any mantra into my ears. I had been, I had keen desire never to leave him, but to stay with and serve him, and at all costs receive some instructions from him. But he had his own way. He first got my head shaved and asked me for two paisa as dakshina. Why should he ask for money and how should he be called desireless? The reply is that he never cared for coins. What had he to do with them? His two paise were the first one firm faith, the second one patience or perseverance. I gave these I gave these two paise to him, and he was pleased. I resorted to my guru for 12 years He brought me up there was no dearth of food and clothing he was full of love or say he was love incarnate how can i describe it he loved me most rare is a guru like him when i looked at him he seemed as if he was in deep meditation and then we we both and then we both we filled with bliss, night and day. I gazed at him with no thought of hunger and thirst. Without him, I feel restless. I had no other subject to meditate upon nor any other thing than my own guru to attend. He was my sole refuge. My mind was always fixed on him. Then, Nishta, firm faith. Then, this Nishta, firm faith is one paise of Dakshina, saburi, patience or perseverance is the other paisa. I waited patiently and served my Guru. This saburi will ferry you across the sea of this mundane existence. Saburi removes all sins and afflictions, gets rid of calamities in various ways and casts aside all fear and ultimately gives you success. Sabari is the mind of virtues, concert of good thought. Nishta, fate, and Sabari, patience, are like twin sisters, loving each other very intimately. My Guru never expected any other thing from me. He never neglected me, but protected me at all times. I lived with him and was sometimes away from him. Still, I never felt the absence of his love. He always protected me by his glance, just as the tortoise feeds her young ones, whether they are near her or away from her, on the other side of the bank, by her loving glances. O oh, mother, my guru never taught me any mantra then. How shall I blow any mantra into your ears? Just remember that Guru's tortoise like loving glance gives us happiness. Do not try to get Mantra or upadesh from anybody. Make me the sole object of your thoughts and actions, and you will no doubt attain Paramatma, the spiritual goal of life. Look at me wholeheartedly, and I in turn look at you. Sitting in this masjid, I speak the truth. Nothing but the truth. No sadhana or proficiency in the six shastras is necessary. Have faith and confidence in your Guru. Believe that Guru is the sole actor or doer. Blessed is he who knows the greatness of his Guru and thinks him to be Hari. Hara and Brahma, the Trimurti incarnate Instructed in this way the old lady was convinced she bowed to baba and gave up a fast hearing this story carefully and attentively and marking its significance and appropriateness Hemadpant pant was more at most agreeably surprised let me read, that, read let me read that again Hearing this story carefully and attentively and marking its significance and appropriateness, Kant was most agreeably surprised. On seeing this wonderful Leela of Baba, he was moved from top to toe, he was overflowing with joy, his throat was choked, and he was not able to utter a single word. Shama, on seeing him in this condition, asked him, what is the matter with you? Why are you silent? How should I describe the innumerable relas of Baba?" Just at this time, the bell in the masjid began to ring, proclaiming that the new worship and arti ceremony had begun. Therefore, Sharma and Hemantan hurried to the masjid. Bapu Sahib Jog had just started the worship. Women were up in the masjid. And men were standing below the open courtyard, and they were all singing the arti in chorus to the accompaniment of drums. Shama went up, pulling path with him. He sat to the right, and path in front of Baba. On seeing them, Baba asked path to give the dakshina brought from Shama. He replied, Shama gave namaskas in lieu of rupees, and that he was there in person. Baba said, all right, now let me know whether you both had a chit-chat and if so, tell me all that you talked about, not minding the sounds of the bell, the drum and the chorus songs. Haman Panth was eager to tell Baba what they had talked about and started to narrate it. Baba was also anxious to hear and they talked. He, uh, I'm sorry, Hemant was eager to tell Baba what they had talked about and started to narrate it. Baba was also anxious to hear, and so he left the bolster and leaned forward. Hemant Pand said, All that was most wonderful. Sorry, let me read that again. Hemadbad said all that he talked about was very pleasant, especially the story of the old lady was most wonderful and that on hearing it he thought that his leela was inexplicable and under the guise of that story he really blessed, under the guise of that old lady, Sorry, let me read that again. His Leela was inexplicable and under the guise of the story, he really blessed him. Baba then said, wonderful is the story. How were you blessed? I would like to know everything in detail from you. So, tell me all about it. Then Hemadpat related in full the story which he had heard a little while before and which had made a lasting impression on his mind. Hearing this, Baba was much pleased and asked him, Did this story strike you and did you catch its significance? He replied, Yes, Baba, the restlessness of my mind has vanished and I have got true peace and rest and come to you to know the true path. Then Baba spoke as follows My method is quite unique. Remember well this one story, and it will be very useful. To get the knowledge, realization of the Self, dhyan, meditation is necessary. If you practice it continuously, the riti, subtle thoughts, will be pacified. Being quite desirous, you should meditate on God. Who is in all the creatures and when the mind is concentrated the goal will be achieved meditate always on my formless nature which is knowledge incarnate consciousness and bliss if you cannot do this meditate on my form from top to toe as you see here night and day as you go on doing this your ritis will be single pointed and the distinction between the dhyata meditator dhyana act of meditation uh, deya thing meditated upon will be lost and a meditator will, will be one with the consciousness and be merged in the brahma the mother taught us is on one bank of the river and her young ones are, are on the other she gives neither milk nor warmth to them her mere loving glances gives them nutrition the young ones do nothing but remember meditate upon their mother the tortoise glance is to the young ones the only source of sustenance and happiness, similar to the relation between the Guru and the Disciples. When Baba uttered these words, the chorus of the Arati songs was over, and all cried out loudly in unison, Victory be to our Sadguru Sai Maharaj, who is pure pure consciousness. Victory be to our Sadhguru, Sai Maharaj, who is pure consciousness, knowledge and bliss. Dear readers, let us imagine that we are at this time standing amongst the crowd in the masjid and let us join them in this Jai Jai Kaar. After the Arati ceremony was over, Prasad was distributed. Bapu Sahib Jok came forward as usual and after saluting Baba, gave into his palm a handful of sugar candy. Baba pushed all this into the hands of Himat Pan and said to him, if you take this story to heart and remember it well, your state will be as sweet as the sugar candy. All your desires will be fulfilled and you will be happy. Hempat bowed down to baba and implored do favor me like this bless and protect me always baba replied hear this story meditate on it and assimilate his spirit then you will always remember and meditate on the lord who will manifest himself to you dear readers hemopat god prasad of sugar candy and we now get the prasad of sugar candy or nectar of this story let us drink it to our heart's content and meditate on it and assimilate it and be strong and happy by baba's grace amen towards the end of the 19th chapter hemat panth had dealt with some other matters which are given below Baba's Advice Regarding Behavior The following words of Baba are general welfare and invaluable if they are kept in mind and acted upon. They will always do you good. Unless there is some relationship or connection, nobody goes anywhere. If any man or creature comes to you, do not discourteously drive them away, but receive them well and treat them with due respect. Sri Hari God will be certainly pleased. If you give water to the thirsty, bread to the hungry, clothes to the naked, and your Vedanta to strangers, for Uh, let me read that again shri hari god will be certainly pleased if you give water to the thirsty bread to the hungry clothes to the naked and your, vedan- and your veranda to strangers for resting if anybody wants any more money from you and you're not inclined to give do not give but do not bark at him like a dog let anybody speak hundreds of things against you, do not resent by giving any bitter reply. If you tolerate such things, you will certainly be happy. Let the world go topsy-turvy. You remain where you are, standing in your own place. Look on calmly at the show of all things passing before you. Demolish the wall of difference that separates you from me and then the road for our meeting will be clear and open the sense of differentiation as i had let me read that again the sense of differentiation as i and thou is the barrier that keeps away the disciple from his master and malik that is god is the sole proprietor nobody else is our protector his method of work is extraordinary, valuable, and inscrutable. He, his will will be done, and he will show us the way and satisfy our hearts' desire. It is on account of uh, renown band. It is. It is on account of bond, form a relationship that we have come together. Let us love and serve each other and be happy. He who attains the supreme goal of love is immortal and happy. All others merely exist, that is, live as long as they breathe. Encouraging good thoughts to fruition. It is interesting to note how Sai Baba encouraged good thoughts. You have to surrender yourself completely to Him with love and devotion and then you will see how He helps you throughout. Some some saint has said that when you get a good thought immediately after awakening from sleep and if you develop the same afterwards during the day, your intellect will be unfolded and your mind will attain calmness. Himat Panth wanted to try this. One Wednesday night before going to bed, he thought tomorrow is Thursday, an auspicious day and the place with Shirdi is so holy. So let me pass the whole day in remembering and celebrating Ram Nam. And then he slept off. Next morning, when he got up, he remembered without any effort the name of Ram and was much pleased. After finishing his morning duties, he went to see Baba with flowers. When he left vada and was passing by Bhutivada, present Samadhi Mandir, he heard a beautiful song that was being sung nicely by one. Aurangabadkar in the Masjid Baba. The song was Guru Kripanjam Guru, Kripan Jam, Guru Bhayo Mere Bhai by Ignat in which he says that he got Kuliviam in the form of his Guru's Grace which opened his vision and made him see Ram in and out in sleep dream and waking state in every Everywhere there were so many songs, but why was this song particularly chosen by Aurangzeb? A devotee of Baba, is this not curious coincidence? Arranged by Baba to amplify the determination of Haven Pan to sing unceasingly, Ram Ram during the day. All saints agree and lay lay less stress upon the efficacy of uttering Ram, that is God's name, in fulfilling the ambitions of the Bhaktas and in protecting and saving them from all calamities. Variety in Upadesh Slanderer condemned Sai Baba required no special place nor any special time for giving instructions. Whenever any occasion demanded, he gave them freely. Once so happened that a bhakta of Baba revived someone behind his back before other people. On leaving aside merits he dwelt on the faults of Let me read that again On leaving aside merits he dwelt on the faults of his brother and spoke so sarcastically that the hearers were disgusted Generally, we see that people have a tendency to scandalize others unnecessarily and this brings on ill feelings. Saints see scandal in another light. They say that there are various ways of cleansing or removing dirt by means of water and soap, etc. But a scandalmonger has got a way of his own. He removes the dirt, the faults of others, by his tongue. So in a way he obliges the person whom he revels, and for this he is to be thanked. Sai Baba had his own method of correcting the scandal monger. He knew by his omniscience what the slanderer had done. And when he met him at noon near the Lindi, Baba pointed out to him a pig that was eating filth near the fence and said to him, Behold. Behold how with that relish behold how with what relish it is culping filth. Your conduct is similar. You go on revealing your own brethren to your heart's content. After performing many deeds of merit, you are born as a human and if you act like this, how can Shiridi help you in any way? Needless to say that the Bhakta took the lesson to his heart and went away. In this way, Baba went on giving instructions whenever necessary. If these are born in our minds and acted upon, the spiritual goal realization is not far off. There is a proverb which says, If there, be my Hari, the Lord, he will feed me on my cot. This proverb is only true in respect of food and clothing, but if anyone believing this sits idle and does nothing in spiritual matters, he will be ruined. One has to to exert himself to his utmost for attaining self-realization. The more he endeavours, the better for him. Baba said that he was omnipresent, transcending land, air, world, light and heaven and that he was not localized. To remove the misunderstanding of those who thought that Baba was only his body, three cubits and a half in length, he incarnated himself in the form And if any devotee meditated on him day and night with complete self-surrender, he experienced complete union with him, like sweetness and sugar, waves and sea, eye and its sight. He who wants to get rid of the cycle of births and deaths should read a righteous life with his mind calm and composed. He should not speak harshly to anyone. So as to hurt him, he should, he should always engage himself in good actions, should do his duties and surrender himself heart and soul to, uh, to him. He need not then be afraid of anything. He who trusts him entirely, hears and expounds his leaders and does not think of anything else, is sure to attain self realization. Baba asked many to remember his name and to surrender to him, but to those who wanted to know who they were, who am I, he advised Shravan, study, and Manan, contemplation. To some, he advised remembering God's name to reading, and uh, he advised remembering God's name to others hearing his leelas, to some worship of his feet, to others reading and studying Adhyatma Ramayan, Jnaneshwari and other sacred scriptures. Some he made sit near his feet, some he sent to Kandova's temple, and some he advised the repetition of the thousand names of Vishnu and Sam, the study of of Chandogya Upanishad and Gita. There was neither any limit nor any restriction to his instructions. He gave in person or by visions and dreams. To someone addicted to him after he gave a promise not to touch liquor anymore. Let me read that again. To someone addicted to drink, he appeared in his dream, sat on his chest, pressed it, and left him after he gave a promise not to touch liquor anywhere. To some, he explained some mantras like Guru Brahma in dreams. To some devotee, who was practicing health yoga, he sent word that he should leave off hath yoga practices, sit quietly and wait. Saburi, it is impossible to describe all his ways and methods. In ordinary worldly things, he set examples by his actions, one of which is given below. Remuneration for Labour One day at noon, Baba came near Radha Krishnamai's house and said, Bring me a ladder. Some men brought it and set it against the wall of a house as directed by Baba. He climbed up to the roof of Vaman Gonka's house, passed over the roof of Radha Krishnamai's house and then got down from the other corner what object baba had none could know radhakrishna mai was at this, was at that time shivering with malaria it may be to drive off that fever i'm sorry it may be to drive off that fever that he may have gone up there immediately after getting down baba said baba paid 2 rupees to the persons who brought the ladder somebody asked Baba why he paid so much for this. He replied that nobody should take the labor of others in vain. The worker should be paid his dues promptly and liberally. If the principle taught by Baba be followed that is, if the remuneration for labor be paid promptly and satisfactorily the laborers will turn out better and both the laborers and their employees will be profited. Go to Sri Sai. Peace be to all. Om Samartha Sadguru Shri Sai Nadaya Namaha Om Samartha Sadguru Sri Sai Nadaya Namaha Om Samartha Sadguru Sri Sai Nadaya Namaha you.